This episode is brought to you by IVP. Have you ever wondered what it takes to write a book and get published? I'm Helen Lee, the executive producer of the Get in the Word with Truth Table podcast. Keep listening to find out more about the writing journeys of authors of color. This is IVP. In sharing the realities of humanity, the Bible does not shy away from the way that people unjustly sin against each other. Today's Bible audio episode features themes of human suffering, like sexual trauma and violence, that may be inappropriate for small children and triggering to others. While presently there is mixed research about the benefit of trigger warnings, we wanted to make you aware of this content so that you can govern yourselves accordingly. Reaching out to a trusted support, journaling, using relaxation techniques, and to the extent that you can, exercising or moving your body are best practices. Ultimately, we pray that even in the most difficult portions of Scripture, you come to know that the God of all justice and compassion sees you. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Inner Varsity Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Genesis chapter 34 through Genesis chapter 35. Dinah and the Shechemites. Now Dinah, Leah's daughter, whom she bore to Jacob, went to meet the young women of the land. When Shechem, son of Hamor, the Hivite, who ruled that area, saw her, he grabbed her forced himself on her, and sexually assaulted her. Then he became very attached to Dinah, Jacob's daughter. He fell in love with the young woman and spoke romantically to her. Shechem said to his father Hamor, Acquire this young girl as my wife. When Jacob heard that Shechem had violated his daughter Dinah, his sons were with the livestock in the field. So Jacob remained silent until they came in. Then Shechem's father Hamor went to speak with Jacob about Dinah. Now Jacob's sons had come in from the field when they heard the news. They were offended and very angry because Shechem had disgraced Israel by sexually assaulting Jacob's daughter, a crime that should not be committed. But Hamor made this appeal to them. My son Shechem is in love with your daughter. Please give her to him as his wife. Intermarry with us. Let us marry your daughters and take our daughters as wives for yourselves. You may live among us and the land will be open to you. Live in it travel freely in it, and acquire property in it. Then Shechem said to Dinah's father and brothers, Let me find favor in your sight, and whatever you require of me, I'll give. You can make the bride price and the gift I must bring very expensive, and I'll give whatever you ask of me. Just give me the young woman as my wife. 
Jacob's sons answered Shechem and his father Hamor deceitfully when they spoke because Shechem had violated their sister Dinah. They said to them, We cannot give our sister to a man who is not circumcised, for it would be a disgrace to us. We will give you our consent on this one condition. You must become like us by circumcising all your males. Then we will give you our daughters to marry, and we will take your daughters as wives for ourselves, and we will live among you and become one people. But if you do not agree to our terms by being circumcised, then we will take our sister and depart. Their offer pleased Hamor and his son Shechem. The young man did not delay in doing what they asked because he wanted Jacob's daughter Dinah badly. Now he was more important than anyone in his father's household. So Hamor and his son Shechem went to the gate of their city and spoke to the men of their city. These men are at peace with us, so let us live in the land and travel freely in it, for the land is wide enough for them. We will take their daughters for wives and we will give them our daughters to marry. Only on this one condition will these men consent to live with us and become one people. They demand that every male among us be circumcised just as they are circumcised. If we do so, won't their livestock, their property, and all their animals become ours? So let's consent to their demand so they will live among us. All the men who assembled at the city gate agreed with Hamor and his son Shechem. Every male who assembled at the city gate was circumcised. In three days, when they were still in pain, Two of Jacob's sons, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, each took his sword and went to the unsuspecting city and slaughtered every male. They killed Hamor and his son Shechem with the sword, took Dinah from Shechem's house and left. Jacob's sons killed them and looted the city because their sister had been violated. They took their flocks, herds, and donkeys as well as everything in the city and in the surrounding fields. They captured as plunder all their wealth, all their little ones, and their wives, including everything in the houses. Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have brought ruin on me by making me a foul order among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and the Perizzites. I am few in number. They will join forces against me and attack me. Both I and my family will be destroyed. But Simeon and Levi replied, Should he treat our sister like a common prostitute? Genesis 35 The Return to Bethel Then God said to Jacob, Go up at once to Bethel and live there. Make an altar there to God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So Jacob told his household and all who were with him, Get rid of the foreign gods you have among you. Purify yourselves and change your clothes. Let us go up at once to Bethel. Then I will make an altar there to God who responded to me in my time of distress and has been with me wherever I went. So they gave Jacob all the foreign gods that were in their possession and the rings that were in their ears. Jacob buried them under the oak near Shechem. And they started on their journey. The surrounding cities were afraid of God, and they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. Jacob and all those who were with him arrived in Luz, that is Bethel, in the land of Canaan. He built an altar there and named the place El Bethel, because there God had revealed himself to him when he was fleeing from his brother. Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died and was buried under the oak below Bethel. Thus it was named Oak of Weeping. God appeared to Jacob again after he returned from Padan Aram and blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Jacob, but your name will no longer be Jacob. Israel will be your name. So God named him Israel. Then God said to him, I am the sovereign God. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation, even a company of nations, will descend from you. Kings will be among your descendants. The land I gave to Abraham and Isaac I will give to you. To your descendants I will also give this land. Then God went up from the place where he spoke with him. So Jacob set up a sacred stone altar in the place where God spoke with him. He poured out a drink offering on it, and then he poured oil on it. Jacob named the place where God spoke with him Bethel, 
They traveled on from Bethel, and when Ephrath was some distance away, Rachel went into labor, and her labor was hard. When her labor was at its hardest, the midwife said to her, Don't be afraid, for you are having another son. With her dying breath, she named him Ben-Oni, but his father called him Benjamin instead. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is, Bethlehem. Jacob set up a marker over her grave. It is the marker of Rachel's grave to this day. Then Israel traveled on and pitched his tent beyond Migdal Eder. While Israel was living in that land, Reuben went to bed with Bilhah, his father's concubine, and Israel heard about it. Jacob had 12 sons. The sons of Leah were Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, as well as Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun. The sons of Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. The sons of Bilhah, Rachel's servant, were Dan and Naphtali. The sons of Zilpah, Leah's servant, were Gad and Asher. These were the sons of Jacob who were born to him in Paddan Aram. So Jacob came back to his father Isaac in Mamre, to Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had stayed. Isaac lived to be 180 years old. Then Isaac breathed his last and joined his ancestors. He died an old man who had lived a full life. His sons Esau and Jacob buried him. New Testament reading, Luke chapter 2, verses 41 through 52, and Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. Luke chapter 2, Jesus in the temple. Now Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem every year for the feast of the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up according to custom. But when the feast was over, as they were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it. But because they assumed that he was in their group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they began to look for him among their relatives and acquaintances. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple court, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard Jesus were astonished at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were overwhelmed. His mother said to him, Child, Why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been looking for you anxiously. But he replied, Why were you looking for me? Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? Yet his parents did not understand the remark he made to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and with people. Mark chapter 1 Verses 1 through 8. The Ministry of John the Baptist. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophet Isaiah Look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one shouting in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord, make his path straight. In the wilderness, John the Baptizer began preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People from the whole Judean countryside and all of Jerusalem were going out to him. He was baptizing them in the Jordan River as they confessed their sins. John wore a garment made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, One more powerful than I am is coming after me. I am not worthy to bend down and untie the strap of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. 
This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Hmm. God who is our defender. God who is our redeemer. I call upon you now, O oh God. As this is a very difficult some difficult passages that were read, oh God, when we think about the, the assault of Dinah, oh God. Oh goodness, oh God. I just pray for everybody under the sound of my voice, oh God, who has been the victim of sexual assault, oh God. We know, oh God, that this is a heinous and wicked act, oh God, that angers you, oh God. And Father, I, I, we see in the word, oh God, uh, uh, Jacob's own passivity, uh, what that led Dinah's brothers, oh God, to avenge her, oh God, to avenge her honor, oh God. I just pray that you, oh Lord God, will be the defender of those, oh God, sexual assault survivors, oh God, who are still reeling and grappling, oh Lord God, with what has been done to them. God, I just pray, oh God, that you would sing over them and quiet them, oh Lord God, with your love, oh God. I pray that you would give them beauty for ashes, oh God. I pray, oh God, for restorative justice to take place, oh God, that you, oh Lord God, that your justice would come forth on behalf of survivors even now, oh Lord God as abuse and sexual assault, oh God, is so rampant in our land, oh Lord God. Even within the church, God, we pray that you would avenge them, oh God. We pray, oh Lord God, that you would cast down the wicked, oh God, who abuse their power, oh Lord God, and would seek, oh Lord God, to do harm to your sheep, oh God. We pray that you would defend God, that you would avenge, oh Lord God. We entrust ourselves to you, God, and I pray that your comfort will flow to those, oh Lord God, sexual assault survivors right now, oh Lord God, who, yeah, who who are still struggling, oh God, with the consequences, oh God, of such a heinous act, oh God. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. In the Every Voice Now podcast, you'll hear about the challenges and the triumphs of IVP authors of color who make it through the gauntlet of getting published. Season three features authors such as Bishop Claude Alexander, Sheila Wise Rowe, Jay Kim, Glenn Packiam, and many more. Visit everyvoicenow.com or listen wherever you get your podcasts. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.
Yeah.